From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. Or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about how past relationships can tie you to the past and make it difficult to move forward in your marriage. And there's a quote from Steve Maraboli that addresses this. And he says, the truth is, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you forgive the situation, unless you realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. And that's so true when it comes mm-hmm. to the hold that past relationships can have on your marriage. And we're going to be talking about that in today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And if this is your first time listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage show, welcome. Yes. We are so excited and honored uh, that you're with us today. And if you're wondering what a hug is, a hug is really an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has been transformed, or they themselves are seeing their marriage in a new light. And this hug comes from an IG direct message that we received that said, I have just found your podcast and I've been listening for a couple weeks and definitely have a ton of catching up to do (laughs) with 620 shows. Yeah, there's a little bit to listen to. We are currently in the process of trying to have a baby and coming Mm. up on our second year of marriage next week. So by the time this is coming out, it's probably we're wishing you a happy anniversary. That's right. We've been together for 11 years total. It's honestly been amazing recognizing the different things that we have gone through and things that we can improve on. Mm. I've really done some self-reflection on my behavior as a high desire spouse. And I just want to say thank you for your impact on our marriage in just a couple of weeks after listening. It's really been amazing. We've loved our weekend, both Saturday and Sunday walk and talks. Awesome. It's definitely a journey. And I thank you for all you do. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like just jump in, take some action and, and see things change. And again, it. I always love it when we hear from folks that have that are basically newlyweds mm-hmm. and, you know, being in this place of, of getting knowledge on their marriage from the get go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that I think, you know, there are a few of us in the one family that have been married for quite a few years. And if we'd had this at the very beginning, might have changed the trajectory, mm-hmm. might have totally. smoothed things over a little bit. And, you know, as we're talking about, you know, Tony said at the, the top of the show that we're talking about past relationships. And, you know, we had this interesting conversation in the car Uh, last week with one of our teenagers and we were talking about why it's so hard for some folks to get over their past relationships. And yeah, I posed the question because when you've got teenagers, it's always good to ask them questions to get them talking. And the truth of the matter is, is that they have some really incredible insights into what's going on in the world and why people are the way they are. And so I asked the question, I go, why do you think it's hard for people to get over their exes? And the response from the back seat was, well, mom, because they're still tied to that person. They have a soul tie to that past relationship. And then there was a pause. Mm-hmm. And from the back seat, we heard, hey, have you guys ever done a show on soul ties from past relationships? And Tony and I both paused and we looked at each other and we're like, no, I, I actually don't think that we have. And so you, you do have our youngest to thank for this episode. I know sometimes you guys wonder where we get show ideas from. And this time it literally, um, it came from a teenager sitting mm-hmm. in the back seat of our car and, and from, you know, asking this question and posing it to us. And if you've never heard that term soul tie before, I want to give you a definition. It is a spiritual connection that attaches you to someone else. And, you know, 
depending on the relationship, a soul tie can be healthy Mm -hmm. and it can be unhealthy. You know, if it's healthy, that's one that where the relationship, you know, was healing and it was protective and it was a growing relationship and there was a deep sense of purpose within that relationship. One. So let's just be clear. A a healthy soul tie would be yours and mine. Right. We've, yes, we have a healthy, we have a healthy soul tie in our marriage. Um, but we have had unhealthy soul ties. Correct. And those are those feel more like bondage. You know, mm-hmm. things that, that cause you to stay in a place that's unhealthy. And that could be physically, emotionally, mentally. They they're not protective. Right. Um, you aren't growing and there's no purpose. And that can be with with exes, mm-hmm. which is kind of where we're going with this show, right? This past relationships. Past and, relationships. And, 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 and I want to just be clear, though, too, it doesn't have to be just an ex-spouse or an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. That, that can also be held by past emotional mm-hmm. infidelity or affairs well, and, or connections, sexual connections, one-night stands, th- those all types of relationships. You, you can have unhealthy soul ties with parents, mm-hmm. um, with best friends. I mean, it could, really any type of environment, situation where you've had a connection with another human being, those could be healthy or unhealthy. Correct. Depending on the nature of the relationship. And you know, this past week on Instagram... Uh, we asked a few questions because I was just kind of curious, you know, what does it look like in the one family? What are the, where are you mm-hmm. in terms of exes? And when we say exes, we're talking boyfriend, girlfriend, um, ex-spouse, ex-fiance, like just the whole gamut, mm-hmm. previous relationship. And 45% of you said that you felt an inexplicable tie to an ex. Mm. That's almost half, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 44% of you struggled with, you've struggled with thoughts of why can't I just get over this? Mm. So if you, if you look at those numbers, they're both pretty close to 50%, at least close enough that I'm going to stretch it just for the sake of argument. Cause it makes it easier to use round numbers. If there are two people in a relationship, there's a good chance that one of you has struggled with those thoughts at some point in time in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's, it, it's not, that much of a stretch to think. And I know, I know I personally have struggled with that, especially like in the early years of our marriage where, you know, when Tony and I weren't doing well, um, you know, you'd have, it's easy to have those romanticized thoughts of what could have been right. Of would it be like this if I was with this other person? What, what if we had worked out? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, with the advent of social media, you can actually go and see what that person's life looks like. And then you, you start putting all of these thoughts into your head of going, oh, remember when we used to do this? Remember when? We, and, and so those soul ties, that connection can really start to take you out of the present. You know, and, and I do you have any examples of yourself of for yourself of feeling those soul ties? I think there have been times in the past for, for sure. I'm, I'm thinking about, you, you know, I, I think about my past relationships prior to us getting together. There were two women that I dated seriously. Mm-hmm. And, and I think those definitely had those ties for sure. Even into our early years of marriage, uh, just like you said, the what ifs, especially those moments and times where we weren't doing well, mm. like what would it be like? Mm-hmm. What, why did I get married to you? What would it be like if I was, if I was still with her? Um, and it, it was sort of interesting, even bringing this up 
in, in reading over the episode notes and in, in, in discussing this with you, I, I it's interesting even now, you know, 24 years married and thinking about my my first real girlfriend. You know, we, we broke up, I think, when I was 14 or 15. So does that make... More than 30 years ago. Yeah, along like 30 odd years ago. And I still, you know, it's just interesting because those those thoughts do come back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what was it, were they unhealthy? Was there unhealthy soul times, ties at times? By all means, yes. Are there unhealthy soul ties now? No. And I think that's where, hey, I can have a thought of her and not be all of a sudden like going down this whirlwind of like, oh my gosh, I should reach out to her now and, mm-hmm. and connect again because we were the right people we, we should have been married. You know what I mean? Right. W- which that would be unhealthy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of you may be familiar because it's often a, a passage that's shared at weddings. Um, the passage, there's a passage in the Bible that comes from Genesis 2.24 and it says, and the two shall become one. And, you know, at weddings, this is usually referred to as, you know, just this joining of husband and wife and how they're united to one another. And most often that's referred to through, through the sexual intimacy, mm-hmm. right? The, the two, where, you know, literally mind, body, and soul come together in this most unique way. And, and in that space, the souls do become one, right? You know, when you are fully present in a sexual experience, that there, it's, it's unlike anything else. There is a uniting. There is this, this connection. And the reality is, is that outside of marriage, in previous relationships, things like that, we sometimes put ourselves in situations where we have that same uniting mm-hmm. with other people. I think you said something real early on that I want to hit is we have this sense of romanticizing the past, mm-hmm. the past relationship, the past boyfriend, the past girlfriend, the past, you know, th- there's this romant- there, there's this romanticizing about it and yet it doesn't do us any good. To, to live in that in, live in that space now because we are together. Well, and that's that's really where that tie is, mm-hmm. right? That that relationship. And I know a lot of you shared, um, you know, part of the reason why you found it so difficult to let go of that is because you know maybe it was your first love or maybe mm-hmm. it was a relationship that didn't get the closure that you that you needed or that you felt that you needed in order to be able to do this. And you know, I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I've got a few of those in my past where I wasn't the one to end the relationship and it took years to get over that and, and to be in this place. And, you know, as we start to, as we start to romanticize this, as we start to think about those ties, as we start to go, okay, why, why can't I get over this? You know, we, we start going into this place where, you know, we're like, but this other person, right? I could tell them anything. I, I could bear my soul to this person here. She knows everything about me. The sex was great. I mean, a, a few of you said, you know, part of the reason why you can't get over it is because the sex was great mm-hmm. or because, um, you know, they don't, they didn't, they treat you differently than your spouse does and all of these different t- And so we get all wrapped up in these thoughts and these thoughts are really these ties to this other person. And, you know, outside of marriage, they can really become destructive. Mm-hmm. Because we can keep, we can find ourselves, you know, being held back by the past. We can find ourselves linked to someone that's not our spouse, tied to someone that's not our spouse. And, and maybe that was through sexual intimacy, right? One of the pillars, maybe it was through emotional intimacy, 
right? Where you've, you've been in like this deep friend zone with someone, you were in this deep friend zone with someone of the opposite sex. I mean, like they were your BFF to the 10th degree and you're sharing everything, but there was never this romantic relationship. And so you still hold on to those, that tie to that friendship or maybe it was somebody that you know that you were spiritually intimate with i was actually having a conversation with a gal uh, a few weeks ago and she was telling me how she's got this uh, this guy that she's friends with and like they pray together and they you know talk about you know matters of faith and there's this deep spiritual connection and, and there really is like like you can see physically i can see the tie uh-huh. right having studied this for the last 10 years but to even explain it to her, like you're so tied to this person that's not your husband. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's almost to the point where it's holding her for being able to go into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you are married and you've got these ties and you're like, why, why does it feel like there's a ceiling over our marriage? Why do I find myself with mm. thoughts of this other person? Why am I playing the what if game? Why am I having these thoughts of, gosh, you know, what if, or Oh, I never got that closure or I don't know what to do because when things get really rocky between me and my spouse, my first thought is this other person. Guys, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been, when we were not in a good place and Facebook had just come out, I will tell you that there were times when I'm like, huh, I wonder what so-and-so is doing. Not going to lie. Not gonna lie. It was literally these ties because you know there there was a guy that I'd had sex with before Tony. There were guys that I had been emotionally attached to, like best friend type situations, where when we were not in a good place, I'm like, huh, wonder how they're treating their wives, right? I wonder if it would have been better. And, and it was this place where it was like being, if you can think of soul ties, it's like sitting on the fence and being half in on your marriage and and half in out of your marriage, right? Because that tie pulls you back. And and until we get to this place where we're saying, okay, hold on a second. This is not serving me anymore. This is not healthy. And you know, it's not Mm -hmm. because, because you can feel it, right? There is a conviction there that you're like, this doesn't feel right. Like I'm, I'm married, but I'm thinking about this other person. Right? I'm married, but I'm having thoughts about this previous relationship. I'm married, but mm-hmm. if, if that ever comes through your head, if there's a but in that sentence, then there's probably a situation that you need to address. There's probably a soul tie, that whether it was a first love, whether it was, you know, you're sitting there going, I think I made the wrong decision with my, with my current self, whatever it is, we need to get to a place where, just like that quote from Steve Marbley that we opened the show with, where we get to that place where we say, wait a minute, you know what? I, I need to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. I, I need to acknowledge the situation and I need to put myself in a position where I can move forward because you're, you're married. <laughs> and in order to give yourself fully to your marriage, we need to, we need to be released from those soul ties. We need to step into this place of freedom so that your marriage has the opportunity to be all that it can be. But let's talk about that after this word from our sponsor. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. 
OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So I just want to like give you a different example on how to think of soul ties. And if you think of yourself as like, like a whole, a whole human being, right? You are one whole human being. When you when you choose to give yourself to another person, and that could be sexually, it could be emotionally, it could be spiritually, or in any one of the six pillars, when you are giving of yourself, you're literally giving parts of yourself away, right? And so after a while, if you're giving this away outside of the framework of marriage, you can start to feel incomplete. Mm-hmm. You can start to feel like there are pieces of you that are attached to this person and pieces, you know, this person has your heart and this person has your thoughts and this and, and all of those, these pieces or this person has, those are your soul ties, right? You, you can feel incomplete. I remember having a conversation years ago with a gal as she was waxing my eyebrows. Amazing the conversations you can get into um, when you're laying there on a table and you're, you're having your eyebrows waxed. And, and she was talking to me about these different guys that she had slept with. And she was in this place of literally of giving herself away. And, and Tony and I had sex outside of marriage. There is no judgment Mm-mm. from us on that. But there was definitely a sadness in her that, you know, this guy wasn't returning her phone call or that guy wasn't doing that, whatever it was. And, and it, was, it was so clear to see that she was tied to these guys that weren't necessarily tied to her. Mm-hmm within the framework of marriage that, that she had given herself away. And, you know, we get to this place where when we start to realize that we got to take action. And, and I do want to say one thing though, too, at least I brought this up from the female perspective. It, it happens the other way as well. Mm. Men mm-hmm. as well. Hey, having been there, I had sex with many a women in my college days before I met Elisa. I, I had that same feeling of, you know, one night stands or maybe a week with somebody had sex and and then there was nothing. Mm -hmm. There was no connection back of me reaching out or what may, may have happened. So believe me, this goes both ways from the sexual part to the spiritual part, to the emotional part, both men and women are bound by these ties to other people. And the key is what we're really Today, what we want to share is what it's about mm-hmm. and to help you get an understanding because this is deep. There's some deep spiritual warfare that is going on with soul ties. And we're going to discuss 
a little bit more about them and what you can do. And yet just, just realize this isn't a one and done. If this is something where it's starting to, it, you're listening to this and, and you're starting to go, oh my gosh, that's me. Oh my goodness. I've, I've, I feel that way, or that's where I've been for a while. I, I do want to share a book with you guys. It's called Breaking Ungodly Soul Ties, and we'll have a link to it here in the episode notes. Check that book out. Grab that book, because I'm telling you, there there's work to be done to break these, mm-hmm. and they need to be so you can have freedom in your life and in your marriage. So if there's a stirring right now where you're going like, uh, breaking ungodly soul ties, pick it up now. Don't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think you bring up a really good point, even as you were talking about that book and just the fact that, that, you know, we can only go so deep in a 30 minute show mm-hmm. because chances are good that you've been dealing with this. If this is you, you've been dealing with this probably for years. Right. So this isn't going to be like a, you know, magic wand over your, your life today. It's going to get you started mm-hmm. on the journey of healing. And that I think is really. And yet I do want to say though, you can break those in a moment's time. Absolutely. I, I mean, you can break those in a moment's time. It does not, it does not mean that by getting started, it's going to take years to unbreak. It's getting started so you can get your freedom. And your freedom may be different than mine or somebody else's, but I have seen it. I have seen them broken off, and I've seen people have freedom instantly. Yes, I would just add to that that it's still a process of learning how to do the relationship from a healthy standpoint. Agreed. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. That's all I'm saying. Um, But, you know, some of those areas where you may – even as you're listening to the show and you're thinking about those past relationships where you may still need healing and you may also need a third party mm-hmm. to walk the healing with you. Because I will tell you, I've, I've coached enough people over the last, I don't know, eight or nine years to know that, um, sometimes often it's easier to be honest with a coach than it is to be honest with yourself. Because when you've got somebody else that you're talking to, you can't exactly, you know, sugarcoat everything. You know, some of the conversations that I've had with folks, um, over the years around this particular topic is if you didn't get the closure that you think you wanted or needed, how can we actually create that closure now? Mm-hmm. There are, there are a lot of different ways that you can go about getting closure, even if that person is no longer in your life, right? Cause you've been rehearsing everything that you wanted to say for the last however many years. Mm-hmm. I know you have any of you that said I didn't get the closure I wanted from time to time you have the closure conversation in your head. Mm-hmm. I know you do. I know you do. Is there, like that quote that we opened the show with, is there someone that you need to forgive so that you can move forward? Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe it's you. That's a hard one. Maybe it's the other person. Maybe it was, you know, somebody completely unrelated to the situation that facilitated. Like there could be people in your life that you need to forgive. Mm-hmm. so that you can move into the freedom, like Tony said, so that this re- past relationship can actually be put to bed, mm-hmm. can move into the past. We actually did a show, um, episode 448, and we'll do a link to it here, Working Out Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that is a show that I know, because so many of my coaching clients have listened to it, has actually set so many people free yep. in that area of forgiveness. Yeah, and that Working Out forgive that's a nine-step process that we laid out for you so that way you can you can forgive mm-hmm. be it yourself or somebody else 
So in this situation, when we're, when we're talking about soul ties, you may just need to forgive yourself right now. Mm-hmm. And, and for others of you, it may be somebody else that you need to release. So make sure you get that 448, open up your favorite podcast app or come to the, the uh, episode notes here and we'll have a link to it. Another area that you need to address is what's happening in your current relationship mm. that has you romanticizing the past or looking backwards. That's good. There might be something that you haven't addressed with your spouse or how you're treating your spouse or what the two of you are talking about or what you're not doing that actually, because it's not being addressed in the present, you're looking at the past, right? And here's the deal. If you try and drive a car only looking in the rearview mirror, I can guarantee you that you will crash. If you try and go forward and you're only looking in the rearview mirror, you will crash. The same thing is true in your marriage. If you are trying to go forward with your spouse, but you're only looking in the past at past relationships, at at the way your past, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends or spouses or whatever treated you, it's going to, you're going to have a hard time. It's going to be virtually impossible to move forward with your spouse. I love that analogy because, and we've shared it before here, but that rear view mirror is so much smaller. Mm -hmm. The windshield is so much bigger. And so we get a choice to which to, to decide which one we're going to look through. Yeah. And if you are looking only through at your past, you, you definitely are going to crash and it's not worth it. So start mm-hmm. looking through that windshield and start looking at your marriage and start looking at your spouse and start determining what you're going to do to get freedom. So that way you can have the extraordinary marriage you desire. Mm-hmm. And finally, you know, what are the what ifs that are tumbling around in your head that are keeping you from intimacy in all six pillars? You know that there's a thought that comes up, a what if? Well, what if this had happened? Or what if we were doing this? Or what, what if, what if, what if, what if? Well, those what ifs are probably indicators that one of the six pillars of intimacy is not being focused on. Mm-hmm. So you can actually use the six pillars to help bring you into the present and really start to elevate your marriage, the one that you're in right? The relationship that you're in to get healing from the past by focusing on what you can do now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, if today has stirred something in you, if there has been, you know, just this revelation that you aren't, you aren't completely free from those past relationships, that there is still, uh, you know, somewhat of that rearview mirror looking, that, that backwards looking, then it's probably time to take action. Because you know it's it's a ceiling over your marriage. It's time to it's time to restore the hope mm-hmm. of what you can be and of what's possible in your marriage. And if that's you and you realize, you know what, I've tried to to bust through this on my own. I'm one of that 44 or 45% that that wonders why I can't get over this. I, I'm w- one of those people that, yeah, does feel like they have a time. Then it's probably time to start coaching mm-hmm. to get the breakthrough that you need. And if that's you, I just want to invite you to apply for coaching at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. See if it's right for you. You don't have to go into this next season still holding on to the things of the past. You can actually have freedom from those soul ties so that you can actually live the life that you were designed to live. Yeah. This week, it's time to let go of those past relationships. Each and every one of them, any one of them that is holding you back, it is time to break them off so you can move forward with your spouse because you have to have freedom. You need to break those ties so that way you can connect with your spouse emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, recreationally. Each of the pillars of intimacy 
depend on you breaking free so you and your spouse can connect. And believe me, it can take it can take some time. But right now you have to take that first step. And the first step is always the hardest. And yet when you take it, that's where the journey begins. So jump off this week. Go get that book that we said. Go listen to episode 448. Forgive yourself. Forgive somebody else that you need to forgive. Get started today. You guys, it's been such an honor and a blessing to be here with you guys for 10 and a half years. And we're going to continue to come and bring what needs to be said because we believe that the freedom that you need and that your marriage needs is here today. So go after it. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.